Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 74. How are you all? It's been another busy week inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. We've been focusing on all things hunger and different types of eating, as well as doing work on feeling our feelings instead of eating to avoid them. Um, And we've also had a bonus class all about self-love. I like to remind everyone that the most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. If you don't respect and appreciate yourself, if you don't see your value and true worth, how can you expect others to respect and appreciate you? I think Valentine's month, when the anticipation of stepping into the new year is no longer new, is an excellent time to evaluate your relationship with yourself. And that's something that I'm going to be working on intensively over the next month. Um, As a life coach, I am continually looking at new ways to work on my relationship with myself and my life, as well as my relationship with food. And next month, I'm attending a training in the US to help me take what I know about helping others create the relationships they want in their life. That's both relationship they have with themselves and others in their life to the next level. And I'm really looking forward to sharing what I learn with you over the coming months and bringing what I learn directly to those of you in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy so that you can take your relationship with yourself and with others in your life to the next level too. But today I'm talking about how to eat on holiday. A member of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy asked for help in advance of her holiday because as she said in her words, she didn't want to undo all the good work she's done thus far. And I think we're all starting to feel a little more confident about booking holidays again now. And so I thought this would be a useful topic for all of you who are listening here too, whether you're going on a holiday imminently at February half term or later in the year. So why do we want to have a strategy for how we eat on holiday? Well, I think that for many of us, historically, holidays may have been a period where we've gained weight, especially if in the run up to our holiday, we were dieting to lose weight. And that may be for lots of reasons, but typically we tell ourselves some version of how normal it is to indulge and eat all the things whilst we're on holiday. So I encourage you to make the time ahead of your holiday to really focus not only on how you want to eat, but on how you want to feel on holiday too. Everything that we do is because of how we think doing whatever it is will feel. So when we eat more foods or different foods to how we usually eat, it's because we anticipate the pleasure and joy that eating those foods will give us. And we of course want that pleasure and joy. Maybe we tell ourselves we deserve it because we're on holiday. So what we ultimately want is maximum pleasure and joy and freedom, maybe, or whatever else feels important to you on holiday without any negative consequences, such as feeling disappointed because we gained weight when we get back home, or maybe just the negative consequences of not feeling so well in ourselves because overeating and overdrinking leaves us feeling less than great. 
And so when thinking about how you want to eat on holiday, I suggest you start with asking yourself what you want, what you want from your holiday. And not just in terms of food, but the whole big picture. What is important to you about your holiday? What do you want your holiday to create for you? Is it adventure and exploration? Is it creating shared memories and connecting with family or loved ones? Is it purely about rest and relaxation? Ask yourself what's important and then ask yourself how relevant food is to the bigger picture of what you ultimately want. Some of you will notice that food has very little relevance. Others of you will think that it does. Maybe sharing a bottle of wine with your partner whilst eating delicious food on holiday is the most important part of the holiday for you. And that's fine. What we're doing here is getting very intentional and aware about what's important to us. Because we want to know that before we decide how we want to eat. So think back to your previous holidays and think about the role that food and drink played in them. What did you like and not like about how you ate and drank? Now think forward to the you that you are becoming. The version of you that has the relationship with food and herself that she wants, that has the right balance between eating for fuel and nourishment and eating for comfort and pleasure that works for her. Maybe you are already her. In fact, you know you are already her. So now as you fully embrace being her, check in with yourself and see how she eats on holiday. What does she want? What does she not want? Does she like her reasons for wanting what she wants? Once you know what you ultimately want on holiday day, decide what you want with regards to what will be the consequences of how you eat. This might look like you deciding you don't want to gain weight, or it might be that you're okay with gaining a few pounds but no more. It might be you deciding that you're okay with gaining a few pounds, but that you don't want to eat foods that give you indigestion, for example. Once you know what you ultimately want from your holiday and what you want from how you eat, you can then put a plan in place to create that for you. This is where you're going to start getting far more specific. You're going to think about everything you need to do to create the results you want and notice what you think will be difficult about doing that. For example, maybe you usually plan your meals at home, but you're telling yourself that you can't do that on holiday because you don't know what you'll be doing each day and what food will be available. First, check with yourself to see if it's true. You may be able to plan your days on holiday and where you're going to eat more than you realise. Be prepared to research restaurants if you're eating out and plan what you will order from the menu ahead of time. If you're going to an all-inclusive hotel, you might not know exactly what will be on offer each day, but you can still plan for your approach to eating will be. Will you plan on having a three-course meal each evening? What about each lunchtime? If your food is available buffet style, you can plan to have a salad starter each evening, or you can plan to eat off smaller plates. You can plan to have dessert every other night. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can plan that ahead of time. You can find a way of making the food that's available to you on holiday work for you. I'm going away with my family in April and the food will be all included. Now, many of you I've worked with previously have told me that you find it very difficult to not take advantage of all the food available when you're on an all-inclusive plan. If you notice yourself thinking this way, do take some time to observe your thoughts about food availability and equating that to thinking that you should eat more than you want just because you can. You've probably got a belief that eating more is better than eating less and that's simply not true. You will want to remind yourself of what you're missing out on when you eat more food than you truly want or need. So we've talked a bit about planning ahead of your holiday. I encourage you to really think about how you normally eat and the differences you want to make to how you eat on holiday. For example, I don't have breakfast. I don't eat food until lunchtime, but I do love my morning coffee. 
I know that if I eat breakfast on holiday, I will regret it. My body just doesn't do so well when I eat in the morning. I feel just sluggish and just a bit lackluster. So even if there is a delicious breakfast available, even though I will be sitting there with my family and they'll be enjoying it, even though I have effectively paid for the breakfast, I won't eat it because I know I will feel better for not eating it than if I do eat it. But I will go to great lengths to get a decent cup of coffee that I enjoy and appreciate each morning. Even if that's me taking my own mini portable coffee machine, which I have been known to do. And I know that may sound extreme, but it's what's important to me. And often eating on holiday boils down to knowing that and understanding what truly gives you pleasure and enjoyment so that you can create that for yourself. So when you're planning for how you want to eat on holiday, include planning for enjoyment too. Put on your plan everything you want to do to get what you want from your holiday. It doesn't have to be and it shouldn't be all about the food. Okay. Everything that I've spoken about here is work for you to do before you go on holiday. The more time you spend planning, deciding and visualizing how you want your holiday to go before you get there, the easier it will be to make your plans your reality. When you're on holiday, there are also some things you can do to help yourself get what you want whilst you're there. What's most critical is what I call staying intentional. For me, that looks like continuing my daily journaling throughout the holiday. Now, this is easy for me to do because I love journaling. The reason I love journaling is because I intentionally think things that give me, I I think, thoughts that give me feelings that I like to have about journaling. So I journal first thing in the morning because it sets me up for the day. I love having that time for myself. Yes, I'm mentioning my coffee again. I love having that time for myself with my coffee. And on holiday, if especially if we're somewhere warm, I love to sneak out early, not waking my husband and take my journal down to the pool or beach, maybe with some headphones to listen to some music or a podcast. And I just really enjoy being in the moment of that whilst also thinking and journaling about what will make the upcoming day amazing and great. I consciously think about what fun I want to facilitate or what shared memories I want to create. And I consciously think about how I want to be eating and drinking throughout the day as well. And once you sort of add that on top of all the pre-planning that I will have done before the holiday, I already have a pretty good idea. I'm not starting from scratch with this. I'm simply reinforcing that what I thought I wanted is what I still want and finalizing the details, Um, adjusting to any changes that have come up as a result of the plans being finalized for the holiday. In addition to setting myself up for the day, I also use this time to reflect on the previous day. What worked? What didn't work? What did I learn? Again, it's not all about the food. It's about all the other aspects of the day as well. Now, there will be days on holiday that I eat differently to how I plan to eat. Days when in the morning I thought that I really didn't want dessert with my evening dinner that night. And then evening brain after a few glasses of wine decides that I absolutely do want the dessert because it looks so appealing. And then what I do the next day, I'm sort of journaling and reflecting and looking back on that. That morning is my chance to be curious and decide, do I regret having it or not? It's my opportunity to show my brain what the um, the outcome is of having the dessert that maybe I did want and maybe I didn't want. And what's useful then is that I'm sort of educating myself. So I'm less likely to be swayed next time. I'm finding the evidence to give myself the information that's going to help me get what I truly want. And all of this is done with curiosity and kindness. This is not about me not allowing myself what I want. It's about me allowing myself what I truly want. Okay. This is about really understanding what I want and not believing the first thing that comes to mind. It's about focusing on what I want for the long term, not what I want for the next few minutes. So having given some consideration to before we go away and whilst we're away, 
I now want to focus on when we come back. And it may be that you can help set yourself up for success when you come back from your holiday before you go. In fact, I really encourage you to do this. I had a pattern of going on holiday, being very mindful and intentional whilst I was away, and then suddenly letting my primal brain go into meltdown and grabbing a whole load of food that I didn't even really want, often on the day that I travelled home. I now see this as a pattern left over from old days of dieting restriction, where I would go to um, the, you know, do the equivalent of eating all the things on holiday because I told myself I couldn't have them when I got home. Remembering not to do that, because of course I'm always choosing what I want and not restricting myself now that I no longer diet, feels relatively easy on holiday. I think maybe because there is lots of opportunity to feel good, to be experiencing the joy of the holiday and the rest and the relaxation or excitement and adventure that came with it. But being faced with going home, going back to what I was probably telling myself on some level would be hard work, that was time to knuckle down and get on with it, I would find myself making a last ditch attempt to manage my emotions with food, usually either at the airport by suddenly purchasing a stash of chocolate or crisps that I really had no desire to eat or having a final meal out or a takeaway when we got home because I didn't want to face, you know, that old chestnut of deciding what to have for dinner, shopping for it and preparing it. And what I would often find is that I could continue not being organised. At least that is what I would be telling myself, not being organised enough to eat how I wanted to eat for a few days after the holiday, which could very well turn into a full week. I would be back in the old pattern of telling myself I would start afresh on Monday. So if you think you could also fall into this pattern, then do the work before you go away to set yourself up for success on your return. If you usually get the holiday blues, put strategies in place to kindly help yourself through that so that you don't turn to food, which may have you been your coping mechanism in the past. Set yourself up for making things easy by planning your shopping, maybe getting an online delivery set up before you go away, doing all of those sorts of things. If you're going to be returning home after a day of traveling, have something in the freezer to make dinner that night easy for you or some other equivalent. Also, something else to bear in mind, if as a part of your eating framework, you've cut back on foods with refined carbs and added sugars, and if you've been eating more of these whilst you've been on holiday, then you're going to want to plan for some increased hunger levels the week after you get back. This is normal. It does not mean that anything has gone wrong. You've not lost your mojo or messed up anything. It's just that you may be a little hungrier whilst your hunger hormones rebalance themselves. So plan for that. For me, this looks like having lots of low refined carb and no sugar snacks to eat whilst my body readjusts and before I go back to not snacking. So as you start to be intentional about how you want to eat on holiday, remember to consider not only what you want to do and not do and eat and not eat, but also how you want to feel and not feel and think and not think. Practice noticing your thoughts and decide whether they are helping or hindering you having what you want. For example, thoughts that might hinder you could look like you thinking, I should be able to eat what I want on holiday. I don't want to undo the good progress I've made. Now, this one, this one, I don't want to undo the good progress I've made, we might think is a good and useful thought, but it depends how we feel when we think it. If we're feeling fearful and not trusting ourselves, we may avoid taking control and setting ourselves up for success. So a slight tweak on this thought could be, 
a more useful thought like, I'm so proud that I figured out how I want to eat during a normal week and now I get to discover how I want to eat on holiday. And even if you don't eat how you want on holiday, you will not be undoing the good work you've done already. I just want to say that as well. You will simply be learning and moving forward. Another non-useful thought is, I don't want to feel deprived and miserable restricting what I'm eating on holiday. Or it could be if it's all inclusive, I can't not eat all that lovely food that I've paid for. Okay, when you think thoughts like this, notice how you feel and then decide whether those feelings, those emotions are feelings and emotions that are going to help you eat more of what you want or eat less of what you want. Have you overeating in a way that you don't want to? So thoughts that might help you could look something like this or they could sound something like this. I love that I really don't want to eat all the things like I used to on holiday. I love that I can enjoy a brilliant meal with my family without feeling deprived when they have dessert and I don't. I love that I don't drink so much and get to experience the whole day and get more time in the fresh air because I sleep less. I love that I feel energized and I'm doing more active things on holiday because of my changing relationship with food. Okay, all of those thoughts are going to make it easier for you to eat the way you want to eat to get the results you want to have from your holiday. Okay, so that's pretty much what I wanted to share with you today. Now, if you are inside the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, there is a worksheet waiting for you that accompanies this podcast episode. It will take you through the process of deciding what you want from your holiday, setting yourself up to eat the way you truly want to eat on holiday, as well as get the other things that you want too. And it's going to help you set yourself up for success when you come back. So grab it now if you've got a holiday coming up during February half term or pop a reminder in your calendar about 10 days out from when you have got a holiday planned and then come back and do the work then. I hope you have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls, and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life Group Coaching Mastermind Intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.